is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of AM, the number one anime boo, 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 podcast boo. in the world, according to Etro Oda himself. Um, I, I know that on good words. Is that um, how you say his name? Etro Oda? I probably, but uh, let me be honest here. This is why there's a reason why <laughs> I don't say, like, when they have more of the like genuinely Japanese names, like, not everyone can be named Dan. So when they have the more Japanese names, I always defer and say, hey, I'm going to fuck this up. Yeah. Because I don't know. Because for actual, like, Japanese and Chinese dialect, there's, like, seven different styles or seven different dialects in those languages. So I'm not going to claim, like, I went, like, they taught me that in school. Not that I pay attention to school anyway. But I'm not going to act like, yeah, I went there. It's like, yeah, this symbol means this. And you pronounce it like that. Like, that was not in my little. Uh... So the only reason I take a stab at 98% of the, the names is because I would argue and say Japanese is kinder than English in the sense that, like, you oh, just kind of, oh, everything, all the sounds are in the word. So if I just, like sound it out and say the word that it's fine like i would i would horikoshi horikoshi i'm like that's probably it's as it sounds it's as it's spelled um i'm more oda's, oda's first name i am not confident about oda's first name i, I always thought it was ichiro. ichiro no i know it's not ichiro and i only know that because of the baseball player because the okay. baseball player is i-c-h-i-r-o and the kanji for I and E are distinctly different, but I only know that because of the baseball player, but I'm not sure though, if it's, and this is why I said, I don't even know what dialect Oda technically writes in Cause I don't read the manga in Japanese. I don't know. Fact, it's fucking Zolo and laugh tale. And, that's, uh, uh, I, uh, level, level <laughs> That's, that's, that's why I always say like, Hey, even if I take a chance at it, I'm not guaranteeing I'm right. But that's just, you know, it is what it is. Uh, this is actually a much better segue than I thought. Um, hey, I didn't have I, Oda's name as the start here. Um, this is a one different dialect. Absolutely. Speaking of different dialects. Speaking of different dialects and how languages work, right? What sounds like what's good in one language or rules of a language and what's good might not be good or the rules of another language. Okay. So, this is how my brain works, guys. And you got to follow me here. This this is going to sound weird. This is a 45-hour uh, podcast, by the way. Yes. So Noemi wanted to rewatch the last couple episodes of uh, season four, part one of Attack on Titan. Because she did, neither of us really care for the sub. Um, okay. So when, it was, when we caught up in real time, there was definite interest lost on her part. Mm -hmm. Because just... just sorry, can't Anna, read. I don't really care... Well, sorry, just reading. I'm the, just I did the sub for Attack on Titan sucks. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. Like, I'm I, bilingual. So I, I would say the English is comparable, if not better, than I absolutely think it's better. The subs. I think I think it's better. And I'm someone who I'm very much show by show. It really depends. Like, and I even budge on Naruto. I'm like, Naruto's sub is probably better. I just grew up on the dub so hard that I'm like, I don't, I don't know if yeah. I'll ever change. I don't mind the Naruto dub. I don't that, either. Like Naruto's voice for me, because I also grew up with the Naruto dub. Absolutely. And I'm like, Kakashi sounds fine. Sasuke sounds fine. Naruto mm -hmm. sounds fine. Sakura sounds fine. You know, like all the main characters do. Absolutely. Um, there's probably some fillers where it's kind of ass. I can't do 
Pokemon dubbed. I, I don't. I, 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 I mean, can't I don't do, do Pokemon it. dubbed or sub. So I I can't do Ash's voice. It's a little too cringy for me. Um, I need I need that like language barrier to remind myself that this is an anime, and that it doesn't need to. I will say, it is pretty nice to uh, hear them shout uh, video game strategy in the anime. It's a good time. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, well, why would you use Thunderbolt? That doesn't make sense. Use Iron Tail. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, like I said, I just with Naruto, I just, I, it's really hard for me because I'm like, I think the sub sounds good, and when I watched it in sub, I never felt like I lost enjoyment, and I do appreciate a lot of the sub voices. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I just grew up on it, and it's gonna be really hard to break that for me. Yeah, um, and that's just kind of with a lot of ninety shows, uh, but. So anyway, yeah. So we're actually, she wanted to rewatch part of the Attack on Titan uh, season four, part one, because yeah. definite interest was lost when we went to sub. So she wanted to hear it in dub. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, this is proof. Like, people don't just love character models. Levi doesn't work in a world like Naruto, no. because Naruto's the main character, being him is he is against everybody that just follows the world's rules. Levi follows the world's rules, at least what is his world. Um, obviously, his world gets opened up, but the rules, the world's rules are we kill Titans, and fuck it. If it comes to be, you got to kill a comrade, you kill a comrade, whatever you got to do to survive, and we'll just figure out the rest of this shit later. He is very much, he is a soldier, he falls in line, and that archetype works exceptionally well in Attack on Titan. Levi's one of the most popular characters, not the most popular character. He mm. would get absolutely destroyed if he was in Naruto because he would just be another guy following the same rules that the point of the story is to deconstruct. He would probably be like a tuning level Taijutsu user. <laughs> he could be a Joni. He could, he could be in, he could be as strong as he needed to be. Yeah, but if he was, oh, this is the way of the village. These are the way of the rules. He would get looked down upon in that show or in that anime because of what the main character represents. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I just started to think about this. I'm like, who are characters that don't work in other shows? No matter, even if they're great in their own, but they just don't work in other shows because of the philosophies of those shows. Uh, um, the entire. Uh... <clears throat> character lineup for Tokyo Revengers in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> okay, to, uh, ex- explain this one to me. I okay, I got you. It may, they make no fuck they, they they wouldn't work. So you got the main character, he's there none first off, none of them have powers cuz they're they're all just like high, uh, kids. Yeah, they're just like yeah, they're just high schoolers, middle schoolers, Fair. I don't know. They're like 14, 15 years old. They're just dudes. Some of them have smoking problems, some of them don't. <laughs> Um, one of them lives in a brothel, like, you know, know. that's great. Um, but it takes place on earth, which is why I'm pretty sure Dragon Ball Z takes place on earth. A a version of earth, a version of earth. Okay. Yeah. Um, fuck dude. I could have done my hero academia. It's a bit closer to real shoot for it. Go shoot. Would they work? Would Tokyo Avengers work in my hero? No. Absolutely not? not. 
And why not? Uh, why not? They're in that 20% of people that don't have powers. And so like the main character is one Usopp, but has zero skill uh, in anything, unlike Usopp. Um, and then the the leader of the gang is very similar to like a Luffy Sanji combination of a character. Okay. Uh, except he has no powers. Um, and so they, you know, like they'd pick a fight and then like get dumpstered by, you know, the Yakuza Anyone? or something. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I, I liked my DBZ example a little bit better because while these guys are like having gang oh. fights, Goku is fighting uh, for the sake of the universe it, yeah. against okay. uh, this. Sorry, for the sake of his universe in a multiversal battle. <laughs> That's fair. Fair. Um, also, not a bad show. I feel like you'd like it. I feel like you'd like Jujutsu Kaisen better, though. There's a chance, though. I want some. I got. I always say that, and then I never end up getting to it. But like, you, I got I got plans to get more shows in, but it's um down just, the road. But eh, just watch it on your phone right before bed. I can't do that. I'll stay up until fucking three in the morning. I I told you I cannot. Oh, yeah. I can't start a show. This is this is literally why every time like I would binge watch an anime when I rewatched Dragon Ball Z when I got into One Piece when I got it back into Naruto I did not sleep well at all because I would start an episode about eight o'clock. <clears throat> a better example, better example because this is a One Piece podcast. Okay, uh, this is an anime <clears throat> podcast. Um, <clears throat> I can very distinctly remember this too. Nami took the going Mary and ditched. Usopp, Sanji, and Luffy, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That happened for me at about 10.03 p.m. I made it to the Arlong fight that night. Yeah, we got to get you some <laughs> will, like, we'll get you some willpower. You, you said, I will, counter, counterpoint, though. You've said you've had a harder time starting, like, new anime. No, absolutely. Um, absolutely, I have that. I can't I, watch anime at night because I'll I will I will not go to sleep. And Noemi's got the same shit, and so it yeah. just doesn't help. We started my hero um way later than we should have, and we went to bed way later than we should have. Like it is a really bad because the second I'm hooked, I need I want to know what's next, especially if I know like it probably wouldn't be as bad with a show like Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Because it's, it's yeah. only got one season. Yeah, it's only 20 episodes. 24 episodes. Okay. So something like that. We'll give I you might a not Saturday. Have the same issue. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. But when it comes to like One Piece, and even at the time I started One Piece, or mm-hmm. we got back into One Piece as an adult, I knew there was six, seven hundred episodes, give or take, at this time. Yeah. And so as things got interesting, my mind just starts racing going, oh, fuck. I wonder what they're going to do with this guy. Oh, I wonder what they're going to do here. I wonder, what they do. like, they got six episodes. Like, shit has to pop off. Shit's got to be crazy. And my mind just, it doesn't, it just, dog. I watched, I watched Mihawk fuck up Zoro. I didn't finish the Arlong fight. But I definitely got, like, two episodes past the walk. Which, by the way, the walk might be the most overhyped, like, One Piece moment that the internet, like, so. gets crazy over. Because it's cool. I, it's cool in the moment. But, like, I would say the walk to Frankie House is 
better. better. Yes. Mainly because Usopp is a pretzel on the fucking ground. And then Frankie House disappears yes. in 2.5 seconds. Yes, that part is... That is a that is a better moment, but doesn't get the hype that like the walk to Arlong Park does. It's just like I get it. Like we like Nami, and th- the real world scenario is like really sad. She's literally stabbing herself with a knife to try to re- remove a tattoo. Uh, no laser surgery, and oh, not in the nineties. Th- there you go. And, and so that is a really sad moment. That's a big moment for her character. But it's it's like guys, we've had a lot in One Piece, and it doesn't hold up is even like the biggest moment for a crew member because Mm -hmm. you're right they break frankie's house and burn a flag for (laughs) Usopp and robin in the next arc so it's like "Ah!" the fucking like ein's lobby like them standing there as like a crew and then like going like all right we're about to fuck some shit up Mm -hmm. like that's you can't beat that that's it's, that's I, like that's the straw hats like that's to me is the straw hats i've arrived um i'm well i mean we kind of got a one similar in wano like when they're like showing up for onigashima and they're standing on their boat yeah. um i don't even think that's as good though i feel like like the next time we get like this cool fucking moment, it's gonna be like the end of One Piece, and it's like the entire crew is there, like Luffy to Yamato and everyone in between, or Luffy to uh, Jimbei and everyone in between. Um, Yamato's joining the crew. I am. I am just pretty sure, so, right? Like, it's so convinced after. I'd this, be really like, surprised if they didn't. Yeah, especially with. And I want to hold off for like two moments before we get into the chapter because this chapter is really cool and something that I was unaware would be a trigger point because we got officially Kaido's second trigger point. Like he was pissed. Mm. Um, is the Heinz lobby is really hard. Fishman Island should be that moment. Like them all walking out of the boat and just fucking annihilating everybody. But like Horty just doesn't. And this is one of the few like I guess negatives you could say about Oda is like when they go to Fishman Island. Hody's not a threat. He's not a threat. And he doesn't even, and I think Oda even picked up on this. He did better with Caesar. Whereas we knew Caesar wasn't going to be like this crazy admiral level or like high end, high end threat, but he put enough on punk hazard between Caesar, Virgo law. Like there was some struggling, and it made you feel more like a new world arc. Hordy just was, he was too low on the scale, even if it was an introduction to show, hey, these are how strong these guys are. Yeah. I think we're going to get, weirdly enough, I think we're going to get like one more, oh, these guys are that strong. And I think that will be kind of heading towards the, the final war. Like, I think people are going to get in their way, but I think they're going to be like one chapter or one, not even a chapter. They're going to be like one to two page. Hey, the Straw Hats ran into him, him, and her and just fucking walloped on them. Yeah, which and I think would be sick. It, it be would be. Sick. Like, it's, hey, this just, person who's a fucking monster, just like, eh. Just get, just get wrecked. Um, have like a, yeah, you'd have to do like a, like a Bellamy moment. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh shit, it's Bellamy. But like Luffy has crocodile under his belt. So it's like that's 
but like we now we scale it up though so it, it would who man who who would that be before we get into the chapter who would be a huge threat post like pre-wano but post-wano is like a nobody we'll oh. even see we'll say um at the start of the new world so like well i'll i'll lump in we can lump in um uh, Punk Hazard, Dress Rosa, Whole Cake, uh, Wano. Also, I have a Roger note. Don't let me forget as well. But I want to answer your question first. Um, like someone, someone who was like rough, but like, eh. so the only way I think you could do it now, and this is to keep like continuity with like the really high end guys is you're not going to really necessarily rock like emperor people because they stay with their captains for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to be needed for the final war. Presumably um, you could probably like throw a vice admiral or two. Like we got that like core of like five or six of them that have always been around, but haven't popped and had that moment. But let's say like, even on the way to the final war, like they run into the motherfucker with six arms, the spider guy, or they run into this probably some of the Navy people. I'm not forgetting here, but like you can knock out one or two of them. I like the idea that like something happens. And so someone's hunting down like Luffy from big mom's crew or something. And, or who would you bring the problem with big, like, yeah, the problem is you're going to knock out everybody that could be like, you've already beaten Katakuri. So no one from big mom's crew is going to come out as like, Oh shit. Like, yeah, you already have King is already King and queen and Jack are already fully involved in the fight. So you can't really top Kaido's crew. No one from Shanks crew presumably would do it. Maybe Uh, it's like one of the supernovas or something. That's what I was saying. I know like the last page, like with them all standing there, but like, like Luffy a Rouge. knocking out, yeah, Luffy knocking out a Rouge and what's in the, who? But I'm also really like a Rouge right is like I don't get a vibe of like a Rouge being a douche. Like maybe, no, but I could see him just fighting Luffy. Just a Rouge might fight Luffy just for the hell of it. Maybe it's like Luffy and Kid, and like so Kid tries to throw down with Luffy, and then Luffy like one shots him. I'd be okay with that now. I would not have been like 20 chapters ago. I thought there was a bigger yeah. plan for kid, but I think this is, I think we're seeing like peak kid as far as his importance and how relevant he's going to be in the story. Unless he beats um, big mom, which that happening him and law, if him and law beat big mom, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Luffy one shot kid at that point. Correct. I just, there, I, those, those he's an emperor at that point. Him and law got no chance though. Like I'm a cop. We don't know. Yeah, I we haven't cut no to chance. that fight like at all. I think Big Mom has whomped them. Especially, you know, what's great is with this last chapter, Oda specifically avoided them. Like m- motherfucker flew through blind as shit, flew through everywhere except that room. He bl- he flew by like behind them, and they were like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> like, ah. Uh. I feel like he's trying to work out that fight still, That's... but I feel like he knows like what he wants to do with big mom. He just doesn't know the pacing to get to it. I mean, or he's working through the pacing. I also have a theory that the entire outline for one piece is done at this point. Like he's outlined, he's had all his main story beats like lined up and he's just like, okay, I know how I know how I get to this ending that I wanted to get to. And I know how to map out like this whole arc and I know how to map out Wano 
and it's just him like kind of filling in the other stuff. And, and I think he knows he's really good at like, and you have to do it in the form of his writing. Like if one piece was a book straight through some of these chapters, wouldn't end on the way they do, but because it's a weekly series and he does have to sell volumes, obviously he does it at a, a rate. No one's ever done it before, yeah. but it's still like, I need to sell this. This is why like manga volumes have so many cliffhangers. If a real book had this many cliffhangers, you'd just be like, what, why? Like you mm. don't need to cliffhanger every single chapter this hard. Um, like and he ex- doesn't he doesn't sometimes though i i will say he doesn't cliffhanger every chapter no correct i would say it's like 50 50 i think yeah. there are moments where it's just like really well, think the um like the chapter we loved right where um uh you uh fuck i forget his name already Hoo when your boy dropped oh luffy had the fruit i was supposed to protect that f- has to be a cliffhanger for a manga that might just be mm-hmm. in the middle of a chapter if this was just a straight through book. But because he knows, hey, I got to leave these things for you to make like I because I want you to come back next week. Yeah. And so they have to. So just the not just the pacing, but the way they write these are going to be slightly different than if this was just a straight chapter one through fucking well, at his point, chapter one through a thousand and thirty six book. We yeah. also might not sit down and read a book that literally has a thousand chapters in it. Um. That would be, I don't think I ever would. Like a non-manga, if I picked it up and it said a thousand chapters, I'm probably good. I that yeah. I'm not reading that book. Yeah. Like, that is that's a lot. I just I'm good, guys. Uh, my Roger note real quick. And this is interesting to me too. Cause this technically could be foreshadowing for Luffy. Do you think anyone actually called Roger King while he was alive? Or do you think he was just announced king when he was besides dead? his crew? I feel like his crew called him king. Did they? I, his crew, his crew, at least in the interactions we've seen so far, kind of treat him like Luffy's crew does, which is like, "You dumb motherfucker, what are you doing?" <laughs> like, <laughs> and, um, and there might be there might be a line they say king, but I I couldn't find one, and I was kind of going through this, and I'm like, yeah, maybe what not. If, what if he was just pronounced king because? the Navy made this big celebration out of killing him more so than any other pirate. Cause I don't think Zebit got the same treatment. I think when they, when Zebit got taken care of, I think that shit was in the dark. Mm-hmm. And that's why no one knows Garp's the hero for Zebic. Yeah. Whereas well, Roger no, Garp, had, everyone knows Garp's the hero for Zebic. Cause that's no why he's knew. called, huh? But none, none of the new people do. Yeah. They like, just know he's called Garp the hero. Correct. But I think he also Zebic, brought in Roger. So that's what they equate that to. Correct. That's what I'm saying. So they all think that everybody that was around during Zebic knows, oh, this is what Garp really did, but it was not the public event. Like there was not a public execution of Zebic as there was with Roger. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just kind of curious, like, would Roger have been king because of that? But he was never king, quote unquote, while he was alive. Yeah, maybe. I, I kind of like that where it's like it was just a title given to him. Mm hmm. It could have been like, yeah, I feel like it's a good headline, like King of the Pirates captured or something. Yeah. And because even the Navy, because and this is the way the world works with like headlines and the news articles depicting the world to everybody that doesn't actually go out to see. Roger says, dog, they don't even call me by my name. 
Like these motherfuckers got my name fucked up. What? Yeah. And so the Navy gets, oh, we caught this motherfucker. He did this. He did that. He was the king of these motherfuckers. And we got to fuck the rest of y'all. Oh, that just got y'all inspired. Oh, now y'all all want to do this shit. Fuck. Wait, fuck. We're real <laughs> bad <on>. at this. <laughs> um, A kind of shoot fire. Um, and so, yeah, that was going through my head this week. I was just like, I wonder. Maybe Roger was never really king while he was alive. He was just, you know, because technically, even in like America, in, in real history, you might be notorious, but there's not a lot of notorious people that had like their name while they were alive. It yeah. wasn't just, oh, yeah, we got this dude. What y'all going to call him? Jack the Ripper. Well, okay, I guess. Um, yeah, I. I was like, they revealed the bounties, but they didn't reveal like the title underneath mm-hmm. the bounties. It's just the pictures. Mm-hmm. So it's like King of the Pirates, Gold D. Roger, or something. Or it and- could have just been like something else. It's not like Straw Hat Luffy or mm-hmm. Monkey D. Luffy. And because we talked about last week, um, do high end pirates care about one? Um, and we essentially associate it's like, okay, well, Kaido and Big Mom do. Uh, Whitebeard probably didn't because he had technically, he would have been the next one. Like he could have gone there and got it, but he's like, nah, I'm good. Oh, I guess he, they don't do that. Never mind. My bad. Wait, what's Erase, Forget what I said. I, they don't actually say like their titles. It's just what they're known as in the Navy, where it's like, oh, Straw Hat, Luffy, Pirate Hunter uh, Zoro, Pirate Hunter Zoro, Black Leg Sanji. Yeah. Um, and so Whitebeard essentially went from like, when we reference like him sitting on the throne, it's like Whitebeard never wanted to sit on the throne or when I'm sorry, sit in front of the throne. Whitebeard never wanted to do that. And that mm. just got thrown on him when it was like, oh, Roger's dead. That was the king. It's like, fam, what did you call him? <laughs> like, I just <laughs> like, we were just duking it out like two weeks ago. This bum ain't no fucking king. He's a drunk. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> And so that is that is my Roger theory that's not fully fleshed out. Um, but I think I'm I'm on I'm put 37 cents that Roger was never called king while he was alive. Because doesn't even make sense for the Navy to call him that while he's alive and they can't get him. They don't give pirates that kind of achievement or accomplishment, really. Yeah. Cause even the emperors, it's kind of more of a yeah, stay the fuck away from these guys. And I don't even know if the Navy addresses them as emperors. Like, I don't know if that's public knowledge that they call them emperors of the sea or if that's just a term like the common person or pirates view them as. Like, oh, these four crazy guys, these are the emperors of the sea, but the Navy might not officially recognize them. Yeah, I'm looking at all their, like, bounty lists right now. And Usopp's is God Usopp. Uh which is funny. Um, and then you have the Skull King, Brooke, which is kind of cool. Now, Brooke's got a... It's, it's the SK Brooke. But, like, they have, there's a crown next to, next to that. So it's like, oh, the Skull King, Brooke. I fuck with that. Um, excuse me. The, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, that is my or Soul King, excuse me, not Skull King. 
the soul king broke so where do we want to start with this chapter we're jumping in we are jumping in um uh let's start with the cover Usopp is telling the story of one piece um yeah it's all bullshit I did like the big liar story. That was that was cute. That was cute. Um, I swear, I swear, I swear. So I've done like little theory that Brooks the last one to live, and he kind of tells the story of the Straw Hats crew. Mm-hmm. Um, I swear, if Usopp's the one that tells it, I will lose my fucking mind because it'll all be butchered up and fucked. Up. Unless it's the one thing he's honest about, then that's kind of fire. But like. Die. Don't let Usopp tell the story of. There's no such thing as devil fruits. He just kind of made them up, and he's telling Kaya everything. That poor fucking is she. That's that's a. She's rich, but she's not noble, right? She's not noble. She's just like they're just rich. Yeah, she's just rich. Okay, cool. I was thinking back to that. I was like, does that bitch have any like? There's no reason to bring her back. Like besides like little flashbacks to go, oh look, yeah. look what Usopp's doing now. Look what look what's Usopp's village doing. Um let's jump in with the uh they all call her the Oni Princess. Oh, the ogre princess. The ogre princess, sorry. In the yeah. So oh, Oni, is that the actual is that the Japanese translation? Yeah, which is kind oh, of yeah. demon, but like I guess ogre works too. Yeah. Um uh- yeah they all call she is related to ogres so is this this a uh is this kind of like a race a specific race that maybe kaido's a part of so i think the race man see this on my brain just okay so yes i do think i don't think we'll get it explained fully through yamato um in terms of like he might be a bridge she might be a bridge. Um, it could be like a race of giants from Elbaf. Kind of like those, they call them continent movers, but like ogres are somewhere in between a giant and a continent mover. And that's why they have the horns like uh, oars in Oz. That could be. I, my... So my commitment to this is like my seal the deal for Yamato being in the crew is um, and this kind of applies to just about everybody. Um, I'm looking at my little group, my little poster right now of everyone. Um, Brooke, maybe it doesn't. Zoro, we don't have enough information on. And Chopper's literally a deer. <laughs> but everybody else, there is a pretty unanimous theme across Straw Hats Pirates that the child is not responsible for the sin of the parents. Hmm. Um, Luffy's not responsible for anything the dragon does. Um, the world views Robin's parents as demons. Um, yeah. Sanji is not responsible for what the Gurma did. Uh, Jinbei, not Jinbei, sorry. Frankie is not responsible for not his dad, but. um. The train build the shipwright before that yeah. grew up with um, Tom. Tom, there we go. See, there you go. I can say those names. Um, Tom, Dan. I'm gonna. 
What's the name of the uh, American Japanese bilingual class? What's what's Abraham Lincoln's name in this one? Hamburger. Oh my gosh! You know, I forgot like that existed, and I had to Google that because I thought you were fucking with me for a nah. solid thirty seconds. I had to Google like Abraham Lincoln One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> it was like his name is Hamburger. That was a. Uh, I I, I would have bet thirty seven cents. I'm like Matt is just fucking with me. He thinks I'm nah, tired right now. I'll, ta- I'll take that fucking Venmo any day. <laughs> um. And so, to me, this was Yamato's introduction to, like, you're not responsible because Kaido's your dad and Kaido has done all these bad things. And the samurai immediately reflect on that. And it's like, hey, we're getting killed just because, not just the samurai, but anyone that was nice to you is getting killed because we're not supposed to help you out. Like, your own dad said, hey, fuck it, starve. Hope you die. And if you don't die, maybe you could fight one day. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna make gotta, you stronger by uh, dying. Gotta love One Piece parenting. Um, real good. <laughs> that's a conversation with it. Who has the worst parenting in anime? Oh, Garp's pretty bad. <laughs> I feel like it's a toss up between Garp and Kaido. Well, this is all anime, not just One Piece. Oh. All of anime, who's probably got like the worst parenting. Mm. I don't know. I got I gotta I gotta think about this one. Oh well what about I guess in Dr. Stone uh the dad just kind of says, Hey, I'm gonna go to space now, and then he just leaves his kid. <laughs> he I leaves thought- his he leaves his high school kid alone while he goes to space. I feel like he wasn't supposed to like he wasn't supposed to stay up there that long though uh <laughs> and then you know humanity store. humanity uh kind of went to the store on him and so he was like oh well um let's see i feel uh, like oh todoroki has a pretty shit dad oh todoroki's dad might be one of the worst parents in anime Endeavor might be one of the worst dads. Endeavor's up there. I always, I will always say the third needs to be up there. The third is a terrible parent, step-parent, and godparent. He's a good grandpa, though. To who? His grandson. (laughs) No, he's not. You fucking idiot. No, he's not. (laughs) Cause, 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 you know, I, I, I struggled really hard to think. I'm like, okay, what did the third really do for Asuma? You know, if you believe, <laughs> if you, well, that wasn't his, was that his son? I guess that was, his that's, son. that would be his son. That's his, that's their Asuma fucking, what's his, uh, what's he, yeah, Toby? Yeah. Asuma's his son and he's, uh, Konohamaru's uncle. That's right. Yeah. And Konohamaru, which, I, which, which, which I'm like, Konohamaru parents. <laughs> I, my, my guess is, my guess is Konohamaru's parents, uh, Died. They did what everyone does in the village. They Please, died. Lord Third, watch my child while I go yeah, die. Every, everybody fucking dies. Yeah, that's why he couldn't spend time with Naruto. <laughs> like he has so many fucking orphans to deal with. And then those orphans go and die, and he's like, eh. <laughs> uh if you believe filler, uh Sasuke's dad's pretty shit. Um, but I don't think he should be I think Endeavor's way worse. 
Endeavor's high on the Jake, list. Canana- uh, canonically, uh, Endeavor is significantly worse. <laughs> Endeavor's pretty bad. I'm trying to, I'm trying to Endeavor's think. Is, like Endeavor is so bad. They're trying to give him like some form of redemption arc. And part of the redemption arc is his family going like, hey, we're never going to forgive you. And we need to get this shit done. Like we need to work together so that we can be a family. But like, we're not going to forgive you for the shit you do. Damn. Yeah, um, it was, it's pretty savage. Like the mom comes back and like fucking rips his asshole a new one. It's pretty dope. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Um, who's like the worst parent in anime? Well, okay. First off, by the way, and this is it. We'll, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep going. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet this question out. Who is okay. the worst father in anime? And I promise you, I promise you. Now, Matt doesn't really go on Twitter that much, but I, anyone, I, I don't even know what a tweet is. Anyone, if I, once I tweet this, anyone who goes on there and tells me, homie from FMA, you're getting blocked. You're just getting Which blocked. One? You're just getting blocked. You know, the one episode oh. four dog, I'm just, he's uh, getting blocked. The only I just, dad. I don't care. Like Aaron's dad is also pretty shit. For Aaron's dad. dad is pretty rough. I like the idea that when he was Zeke's dad, he was pretty bad. But no, Aaron's dad's pretty bad. Never mind. Hold on. Same. He gets Aaron's. Aaron's dad's whole thing is not taking responsibility for his actions and then pushing it onto his children. Yeah. Like he is a (laughs) Aaron's dad's pretty bad. He's he's pretty awful. He had two chances, and he fucked it up both times. Yeah. How far are you into my hero right now? Have you? Are you are you dealing with uh have you watched any of my hero? So the last two weeks, no. Since we last had a conversation and we got to um what was the last thing I watched for my hero? You don't know about Endeavor, which means you're not caught up. Correct. I don't I don't know everything about Endeavor. Let me be fair on that part. All right. Um I know obviously the early intro to Endeavor. I know um him you know abusing his kids and wife and you know forcing babies you know that yeah. kind of thing it's pretty he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a pretty shitty he's up there yeah you get a little teaser into the uh Todoroki family uh this season and then uh next season uh you're probably gonna get the whole fucking shebang uh and that's fucked <laughs> is the worst because the, the problem with like dads and anime is there's just like a lot of them that are just no shows but all the no-shows are on one line. And it's mm. like the no-shows actually, in regards to some of these, are better than the guys who showed up. Because the guys who showed up fucked everything up. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to say uh, Dr. Stone, uh, main character's dad, is he's pretty good. I think you just thought of Endeavor versus him, and you're like, you know what? Maybe, maybe yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put uh, some guy saying, hey, I'm going to spend a couple weeks in space to his I'm teenage son. That way, if there's any, is there any like horrific? Is there any like notably bad moms? I feel like you don't get to shit. I don't feel like we don't shit on moms in anime the way we do. Yeah, I mean, like without context, Todoroki's mom's pretty rough, but like that's only because she's fucking got PTSD and trauma and is probably been raped a few times, and you know, you know how it goes. Um, you know, she's got her own shit she's working through right now. I'm kind of go through Tokyo Revengers and see who has a bad mom. 
Like Yusuke's mom yeah. is just an alcoholic, but she's not really. Yeah, in the I, story. Feel like, I feel no like no shows are just no shows. Yeah, there's a lot of no show moms and no show. There's a lot of no show parents in Re- Tokyo Revengers. Um, and I feel like if they do get a like uh, one of the main characters, I, he lives in a brothel because that's uh, what his mom did. Uh, and then she like left him and now the people in a brothel raise him. Dope, dope, dope. Should that's, the what, moms... that's, that's what uh, the main character said when one of his uh, quote unquote parents tried to uh, fuck him. Uh, it's a pretty dope show, dude. I'll be real. <laughs> it's, yeah. a pretty, it's a pretty dope show. Should Should the moms be like... Like, if you are next to, like, the worst dad, should you be also the worst mother? Because you, you know who's the, dad... You know who's the worst fucking mom in anime? Go for it. Chopper's mom, when she found out that he was part human and fucking left him. <laughs> you know, you know, that's not, that's not a bad one. It leaves her like crying baby in the fucking snow because oh you're a monstrosity it's <laughs> up there you know if we ever get her and this is why like the context of like are you the worst mom if like the dad's being terrible luffy's mom has a strong case she she left there. him with garp and her baby daddy is literally el chapo <laughs> well that just means she has poor decisions her decision making skills are pretty whatever you know i know oda said he didn't want to bring her up but it's like i I got some questions to answer he fucking has to like you left you left like i got left with my grandmother dog that is way different than left with garb like you voluntarily like all right dog you got to take this over for me yeah the worst fucking parents uh garp was supposed to look after the kid and decided to leave it, leave both of his fucking kids. Let's be real. Let's not yes. not just one. He left both of them uh, with a mountain bandit <laughs> who was his friend. You know, you ever have a homie who has a bounty? Like, Dadon has a bounty, I think. <laughs> I think she's worth like seven and a half million or something. You know, like. <laughs> oh my god Dadon has a fucking bounty also when garp would show up instead of showing love and affection to this thing that he left uh he fed it to tigers and strapped balloons to it and watched him fly away and garp's pretty shit um oh, goku should be up there too oh goku is definitely like one of the worst anime dads you haven't gotten endeavors full thing uh, but yeah, I would say Goku should be pretty high on that list. Goku literally threw his child at this mass murdering machine and said, have fun, sport. Goku's such a bad dad. His son, who is supposed to be infinitely more powerful than him, decided to get an actual job. <laughs> That's... That's how bad of a dad Goku is. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, his son was like, nah, I'm not... I'm." I got Good. I want to have I want a future and his dad's like hey I'm a fucking toddler at heart <laughs> it's no Goku's Goku's pretty bad um um 
trying to think of like 90 shows. Uh da 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 da. Um I'm trying to who's the worst parent in Anna? I feel like someone is like escaping the fuck out of me right now. Like there is well, like so usually a, the parents are dead, and so, that, so there's not that, there's not a that, lot of like parents to like kind of go pull from. Like, yeah, cool. Goku's family got genocided. Uh yeah. but Goku had an opportunity to be better and he wasn't. It's fucked up because like dog the sands got genocided in every fucking universe like there is no universe where there's not only like a handful of them left like they got hunted down every fucking universe they popped up in. that's so funny <laughs> like, how'd you get genocided like seven times i'm trying to think that gig that got me thinking about uh that got me thinking about rick and morty I finished the uh, the most recent season of it. Do you mm-hmm. watch that show or no? I don't know if Noemi likes that show or not. But um, so I finished it, and I have a love hate relationship with this show because there is some really interesting concepts and interesting like stories that come out of it, mm-hmm. and it's paired with like come jokes and like episodes that don't mean anything and like i would argue and say out of the fuck how many episodes of it i think there's like 50 episodes of rick and morty 50 something episodes Mm -hmm. like i would say there's maybe 10 to 15 that are canonically interesting um everything else is filler and I remember like, this episode canonically. That's the second time it's been dropped today. I know. Fuck me, right? But um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, I was like, fuck, is this show just not that good? And I went and everybody loved, like, I went to like the stupid episodes and the episodes where I kind of like cringed and I checked their reviews and everybody fucking loved it. And I was got a cult following. Yeah. And I went, wait a minute. I think the fan base is torn. You have the people like me that are like Rick and Morty's at its best when it's following like a narrative structure. Mm-hmm. And there have the other people that are high as fuck watching Adult Swim going, that's, that's, oh, that's going, come jokes, <laughs> come jokes. Like, you know, like I can't uh, wait for this penis joke in my favorite Rick and Morty episode. Wow. Like I would say one of the better episodes from the season was a really like big character story for Morty. Like Mm -hmm. he has to like grow up a lot. He like goes into this relationship and he has to end the relationship because it becomes like they grow apart and Mm -hmm. he has to make that decision. She doesn't dump him. He has to dump her. And we know you don't really see that, but you know what the B story is fucking fucking grandpa is with his granddaughter at a fucking orgy (laughs) and i'm like he's partying with his fucking granddaughter and they're both like having orgies across the universe and i'm like that's the fucking b story to this really interesting thing and that's that's the problem with rick and morty (laughs) i want to talk about bad parenting i would say Rick, Rick is deserves to be out there. Rick is pretty high up there. Not an anime, but mm-hmm. 
I, I would put it up there. No, that's fair. We'll have um, a we'll we'll finish the bad parenting conversation at the time. Uh, Omni Man. Does Omni Man go on this list? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that or are we, we are, talk, are, are we, we sticking are we I sticking got, anime just, as a fucking genre? Dog. Or are we do we throw Omni Man on the list? I am so hyped for season two because I started reading the comic. I am beyond hyped for season two of that. You're fucking, shit. you're fucking reading that, but you won't read my hero. You fucking bitch. Yeah, dang, I had so there's only because no, and this is very rare. This happens. I'm not gonna say sh- it was. There was a page that was so traumatizing to look at that mm. I was like, I have, like, I I had to know in that moment, like, like I stopped. I did this in the middle of my fucking work shift. Like, oh, yeah. I was on my way to a fucking go deliver filters. And I just saw this thing that was so traumatizing to look at. Like, this is like the fucking train scene in season one. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if you see that, you need context. Because you are you just are thinking, like, what the fuck did I just see? And I had to go. Now, I haven't read the whole thing through. I just read up to this point. Yeah. This is, this is, I would presume... If they're on like the same pacing as last season, I would presume this would be like an episode three or four things, so, like almost halfway point. Um, okay. But holy shit, I was just like, it is the show does not lose its unique pacing. And it reads like it watches, which is a little context clue over there, a little context clue over there, maybe one more over here, and then just fucking through it. Like someone's getting like you get fisted the last 30 minutes of that show. When it picks up, it just fucking picks up. And it's like, oh, okay. I'm not going to say it's like great. It is, but it is genuinely traumatizing. Trauma traumatizing shit. Like people were saying, like, I remember when, uh, uh, when the fucking train scene got animated and everyone that read it already knew it was coming. And they were like, ha, welcome to the club. Like I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! No, they had like is... some red wedding vibes. You know, you know the, you know what I mean by when I say that. Not a clue. Uh, this is a Game of Thrones reference, and so there's this point in Game of Thrones where they kill off an entire storyline, mm-hmm. uh, and it's called the Red Wedding. Um, and you've been following this character for three seasons, and you're very excited to see like what comes next with them, and then he just dies at his wedding. Uh, in a brutal fucking way um and so everyone that read the book was basically like oh shit they're making him more of a character in the show uh everyone's gonna be real fucking sad <laughs> in like three seasons i i can genuinely say and we, we talked about original a couple weeks ago there's something that and like i said this is presumably around the same time this is, should be season two shit if it's not season two shit then the pacing for season two was absolutely atrocious um, <laughs> that's all i gotta say if it's like if this ain't a season two dog we lost all elements of pacing storytelling and it's just yeah. omni-man flying flying with a dick in the air for i do appreciate that like with seasonal stuff if you're like caught up reading it it is pretty satisfying to call where they're gonna end the season like i'm like that with my hero right now i was mm-hmm. like Oh man, uh, they if they if they're boring, they're gonna end it here, and season five is gonna suck. But if they're smart, they're gonna put this little arc that they're in right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You want me to tell you the name of the arc? Go for it. My villain, Academia. 
Okay. Yeah, that's uh, and, the one I've seen. yeah. And so like, I was like, they're going to end it with my villain academia. And that's what they're fucking ending it with. And I'm like, Hutch means next season's going to be just insane. <laughs> nah, is but there is a the thing that I had to figure out because of how traumatizing it was. And then I can genuinely say, now obviously I haven't read or watched everything in the world. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this storyline used, especially for especially for like relevant characters. Like I, I might be tripping and like this might be this is something that you would give to like a side character because yeah. it's just it's just like traumatizing. It's like it, it would be like yeah, this one dude in the village doesn't talk because his whole family... Well, that was Sasuke, never mind. I was going to say his whole fucking Sasuke. family was murdered. It, it, but it's like that, but more graphic and grueling as, as fucking Invincible is. It's just a very graphic and grueling show. Yeah. But I've never, ever seen this done for main character, and I was like... I had to, like, check myself and think, damn, am I a bad person because I like this show? Like, it is genuinely just... Yeah, so excited as fuck for season two, by the way. That's good. I didn't read any farther than that because I just was, I want the rest to be a surprise. Mm -hmm. But holy shit. Um, Yeah. That writer needs to go to, he needs needs Jesus. Robert Kirkman is needed quite a bit for quite a while. He needs Jesus because however his head works, I am terrified of. Uh, He made his, uh, he he became popular because of Walking Dead. Uh, And so, just putting his characters through fucked up shit is just what he does. And when I found out Invincible was done by him, I went, oh, that explains the first episode. That explains the ending to the first episode. Fool's not it's, okay. No. Fool's and, not like, okay. and that shit's mild. Like, it, it's, just, nah, it's mild. just nuts. It's just nuts. Um, so Ogre Princess. Um, Fuck, we, we went yes. big deep. Big deep so, on that. I, I think we will get something. I don't think this is when we'll get it, but I do think them having uh, an ogre on the crew will be important when we finally get, like, the... Um, I think we have one more big mom storyline to go through, which is her actually yeah. talking about why she wants all the different species, and who knows? Maybe the world was just that different when big mom was a kid with Zebek and all of these species and types of people 80 years ago... How, not eight years ago, 60 years ago. Mm. How old did we say Zebek was? Uh, how old would Zebek's time be? 50, 60 years ago? Yeah, it was about 50. I think 70 something. So, yeah, I think it was like 50 years. Okay. I don't so know. Fi- we'd have to, I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Let, let's just say 50 for, because uh, I don't think it fucks with us being 50 or 60. So it's 50 years ago, there was probably like some of these types of people weren't yet extinct. Like we don't know uh, like these forms of giants or um, ogres or whoever is not around now could have existed then. I might be misremembering this, but I remember Big Mom, someone on Big, it was, I think it was Big Mom. And she said she was missing three like someone was that's like, right. oh my god, every every race is here. And she, she's like, we're missing three. And I ogre giant, giant was one of them. Mm-hmm. She was really mad about losing the giants, but ogre giant and then um uh king's race. Horn people? No, king is the race. Oh, the fire, fire the bodies. Bo- yeah, fire bodies, yeah. 
Um, that very well could be. That could. I that might be your three. It could be. Um, if I, I might be misremembering that too. I could have swore Big Mom said something like, "I we're I missing. I the we almost thing. have everybody." I feel like I've, I feel like I've seen the same thing, and especially when it comes to that. Um, see, see, this is the problem with One Piece theories, man. Is like there's still just so much vague shit that it's like how. Like even my Roger thing I said a while ago, and I'm like, someone could have just called Roger King, and it just is what it is. I'm like, I could be totally off base, uh, but I think you're right on the three, and it would yeah. make sense that it is three. Yeah, it's uh, there are three races not found on uh, uh, Tato Land: Giants, Lunarians, and a third one. Um, Lunarians are that's the one that it, the skin. So that's so that's King. Yeah. Okay. And then um my guess is ogre. I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at it at all. I would that's my guess. Um it also kind of adds to why Big Mom wanted to form an alliance with Kaido because they both had a common enemy with uh um with the Luffy, Luffy. No. okay, yeah. Sorry, fucking. <laughs> I did a bunch of stuff. Um, but they were like, "Oh, your kid can marry one of my kids," mm. which would be the ogre princess marrying one of Big Mom's people. Mm-hmm. Um, effectively putting an ogre there. Yeah. No, I wouldn't be. I would. That's my that's my hot take. O- no, ogre is the ogre's the the race. Ogre is the missing race, but also like to be an ogre is its own thing now. Yeah, because she um, has Sky Island people on her crew. Yes, or on her on her island. I think I remember seeing people with wings. Yeah. Um. I don't mad at that. Um. And it'd be kind of cool because then it would put the races she doesn't have, like Kaido would obviously Kaido it. See, is Kaido himself? So I guess his Kaido was like, I don't want to be part of your fucking crew. And so she couldn't get Kaido, but she could get Kaido's daughter or Kaido's son. I, I'm I'm only no, going for a fact that's biological because that, that matters. This, this, this is where it gets kind of weird because people call her the ogre princess, but Kaido refers to as Yamato son. as a son. So she refers to herself as as a man. <laughs> so it's, it's we're getting into this interesting territory of like not. I'm just gonna refer to them as them. They're non-binary right now. It's it's so tough. They're non-binary she's a wolf until thing. I... I've, no. What's her legendary fucking fruit? She's a fucking mythical wolf, right? You are a non-binary wolf. Mythical. Mythical zone. <laughs> uh, that breeds ice, which is an insane power to have on your crew, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. Ghost straw hats, if that happens. She is really, really, really really strong yeah because this is more than i thought i was gonna get i thought it was gonna be like a couple like you know just fucking 
smack, 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 show that she could like kind of compete with Kaido, and then Kaido was going to fucking bring the hammer down. Kaido essentially has not like just brought the hammer down and fucking like there is no he fucked up Luffy more in their first fight. Yeah, and, but they're holding their own. Like Yamato isn't going out like a pain in the ass. No, absolutely, like, like it's impressive, and yeah, she would immediately. Man, and this has to be reassessed. I don't want to stay here though, but she she would immediately have to reassess. Okay, who's a part of the Monster Big Three if Luffy's not a part of it? Because if I'm going off this take, I'm saying she's stronger than Jinbei. Yeah, I'm arguing. Well, there's your stronger, stronger than Sanji. I would say stronger than Usopp. Oh well, thank you. This is what you guys. Um, this is what everyone comes here for. The real hard takes. Is Yamato stronger than Usopp? Question mark. It's a toss up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Sanji can take some punishment. He can, but this, 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 this. this, Yeah, they. Odin is strong. Yamato has a pretty good. Yamato's not on the crew yet. We won't have to have this. Yamato's actually joining the crew. Yamato's joining the crew. Yeah. The the if. The voice actor they casted to play her is who uh, I think she is. Then, uh, yeah, without a doubt, is joining the, the voice actor. Uh, she voices one of the main characters on. Um, she voices like a pretty big character in uh, Demon Slayer. Mm. And I'm like, oh, well, that confirms it for me uh <laughs> that's not a background character uh that's that's the that's the main one but i also yeah. feel like vivi will come back nah, it's not I... not as a member of a crew but kind of in the same vein as like odin riding with him like i think i think they've oh, they've teased mad at that like she isn't like a crew member but vivi sails with them one last time I wouldn't be mad at that. Um, but back to the chapter. I yeah, Yamato is strong. Yamato is really, really strong. Our... I that's that's my that's my synopsis. I'm I'm strong as fuck. Um do you think Kaido's pulling punches though? yes but not in like a mocking way per se um i i I believe there's another level to kaido that he just hasn't shown yet because he's still not there in terms of being tested um and one piece does a really good job of this compared to a lot of other shows in terms of fatigue and so a lot of these guys won't go all out until they're absolutely forced to because they show when these guys go all out, there is genuine fatigue and damage that like that goes on you when you do this shit. They're not just out here having fucking, you know, infinite sensu beans recharging now I'm back to 100% full power. Like we've talked about it a bunch even before we started doing the show. Oda's really good about knocking guys off once they're down a bit. Like, oh, you beat this character because he just fought him and him 
And now he is this much weaker because he had to fight him and him before you. Like a kind who has a massive scar. Aokiji is theoretically missing part of his body that might be just ice. Um, like these guys have real wounds, real long-term damage effects. Um, mm-hmm. It's like playing Dungeons and Dragons. Like you went into that cave and you got out of the cave, but that motherfucker took two points from you. And you don't yeah. ever get those two points back unless you go through an extensive, extensive, extensive amount of healing. So Kaido has a form or another power level that is just he's not reaching into because a Luffy and probably everyone is not that strong yet. And B, it'd be rough on him. Like Luffy can't just stay in gear four forever. Yeah. He seems to have a better control of gear four too. I know like we've talked about this in the past of like he went gear four and um and like was able to like come in and out of it. Mm-hmm. But he goes snake man and then deflates like immediately. Yeah. No, he's 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 definitely getting better control. He's becoming a better fighter. But just the stress that is on his body um, mm. and each form becomes more stressful, which I feel like makes the others less stressful, which is why like year two, I think, is almost inconsequential at this point. He could just fucking turn pink and he's like, all right, I'm ready. Um, versus now it's like, OK, gear three is some stress. Gear four is a lot of stress. And if he does have gear five now or gets gear five later, that will be even more stress. Um, excuse me. Kaido is really, I brought this up as like, this is legitimately a trigger point for him. Kaido was really upset that there's another dragon. Yes. Like it, it it's like half the first panel. I was kind of confused because it almost looks like, like a mocking joking face. Cause mm-hmm. Kaido sees Yamato or sees Momonosuke and he's not in dragon form and just immediately turns dragon form and goes, what the fuck are you? Yeah. And I was like, oh, is he like mocking or this is a joke? And then he immediately gets more serious. And he's like, the world can't have two dragons. Hey, I didn't realize the world didn't have like extra dragons. Like I didn't well, think of that know, in terms of. We knew that they were trying to recreate a dragon for some reason. And we figure like on Punk Hazard, you had a you had like the. uh the kind of like genetically made one mm-hmm. that's kind of goofy um and then there were a couple other instances of oh this isn't like a real dragon um so well, I guess my- it could be like a it could be like a king of the whatever you know motion or like, hey, dragons are considered to be the most powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it could be like one of those things of like, oh, it's a challenge on my title. You know, I've seen theories that are like, oh, there can only be one dragon. So does that mean like it's as like a symbol of like, oh, Kaido's going to die. So that Momonosuke is the last dragon or the one and only dragon. That'd be interesting. I guess um, because of how Devil Fruits worked is why I guess I don't associate it as, oh, there's only one dragon left alive kind of deal. 
because it could have just been a throwaway line too. Like I'm reading it and it's just like, Oh, you're that little boy. The world doesn't need two dragons. Like it could be like, could be something like that. Because kind of gets punched and hit, um, and he turns into a dragon. How did you survive? Dragon. What a surprise! So I guess I, I guess I took it as a triggered face because even on the I'm rereading the first the first panel when they're like face to face with each other, mm-hmm. um, and I guess also too it's like it's just how quick he transformed because there was nothing to make him feel like he had to go be like we haven't even seen him fight anyone one v one in just a dragon form like normally when he does that he's shooting off like he's shooting off bigger attacks and he just wants to be a bigger thing um, for more like widespread damage. Um, versus most of his 1v1 shit has been just him and his club. Yeah. Um, bitching that we clubs. I love that in the year 2021. Clubs with spikes are still a formidable weapon for Emperors of the Sea. Um, Got to appreciate that. <laughs> Nothing like a good old-fashioned fucking club and spikes. Um, but Momonosuke has more of like the troll face of just like he's like scared as hell because Kaido's just oh, yeah, he, out. He's, like, <laughs> he's like, wait a minute, what? He's, he's like, I don't know how to fight. I'm just 28 now. <laughs> like, homie is, and even looking at it too, it's like homie was blind going all up and down on Higashima. And then as soon as Kaido popped up in his face, eyes wide open as hell, like, oh shit, I can see now. My bad. Um, did you get his moment, which is this is this is the credit to Oda. This is how you give side characters really cool moments without like having to take away from the main story too much. Like Momonosuke getting up to the top of the tower and him like looking Kaido in the face and say, I'm gonna be the Shogun of Wano. Don't look at my tail, that's probably shaking in fear behind me. But fuck it, my face looks serious right now. Yeah. Um and then uh Man, I'm, I'm. We're on break this week. Praise this question. I, I, I we know. called it last week. I will I know. say, I know we were like, there. He's going to get to the top, and and at the end of the chapter too. Like, yeah, this is in just typical Oda fashion. Um. Okay, let me let me let me phrase this way, or let me do it in question form. Questions I feel like spark conversations better. What do you think Kaido is going to do right now? Now that Yamato's like his his son, who he's had a turmoil relationship with, Luffy, who he assumed to be dead, and now this other dragon. Like, what is what is Kaido's response? Um. I feel like Kaido's response. Um, I'm still of the mindset that Luffy. Well, I guess I think we'll see Kaido go all out because I I'm of the mindset that he was kind of holding back on his kid a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he's in his like combo form, but that's mm-hmm. because Yamato is also in their combo form and Yamato strong him holding back he still has to respect 
Yeah, Yamato is not a certain level of strength. You yeah. Know? Um, I I'm still gonna hold on to my theory that uh that Momonosuke gets Yamato out of there. Um. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know. Um. I think it's gonna. I I don't know. I I don't know where we're going. I'll be real. Uh, I'm not gonna pretend to like have like a big theory in mind. Um. I do think Luffy goes one v one with Kaido though. Like we might get a couple chapters of Momonosuke, uh, and Yamato like hanging out up there. But you think Luffy's gonna turn it back into a one v one? Yeah. I think I agree. Um, mostly because A, that's just Luffy's style. He does not like to fight with um, other people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very rare that he like, like he'll start a fight off with like a team, you know? Mm-hmm. He did it with uh, Doflamingo and he's done it with Kaido. And, he, um, you know, even with, there were moments even in the Lucci fight where Frankie helped out. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, my, that, that being said, very briefly helped out, but Frankie yeah. was in that moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Maybe there'll be like a couple blows with Yamato and Luffy, but I think realistically, uh, Yamato is going to go protect Momonosuke from something like that's always going to be uh their prerogative i can see that like kaido shooting a shot at momonosuke yamato defending it and yamato could technically even get like hurt in the process more than Mm -hmm. he already is um and that's a reason for him to bow out of the fight and then momonosuke is still he's bigger now but he's still not a fighter fighter um and then luffy to fight what does we've asked this a bunch, but the set he keeps changing. What does Luffy have to do for this to be a real fight? Do we need gear? Do we need gear five for this to be like for him to beat Kaido? Yeah, probably. I I don't I like the idea that look, I said this a couple weeks ago. I like the idea that it just turns into both of them just kind of punching each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaido's that, just big. Yeah. That's the... I, I feel like Luffy can do a ton of damage to Kaido. Um, and I'm, I'm my guess is there will be like a gear five. But I just think it would be really cool if they end the fight. Both of them are fucking exhausted and they're just like punching each other. <laughs> do you think... This is interesting. Okay. So fuck gear five. Let's say we don't get gear five. No gear five. Is Luffy strong enough to fight on that level that has been reserved for not saying this is everybody, but like the level that's been reserved for white beard. Rayleigh's done it. Shanks. We haven't seen enough. Uh, Mihawk's done it. Kaido's done it to a degree. That level of just, regardless of my power, like my devil fruit, I'm just that strong. 
like you can essentially you can fight in base form. Do you think Luffy can fight? Now everyone's base form is slightly off. Like Luffy is always made of rubber, so that's always a part of his base form. Kaido is, I'm call, I'm calling this like hybrid, his most base form. I wouldn't um, say it's his base form. I'd say human. This is his probably like gear four. If you want to make an equivalent. For me, for me, a zone types hybrid is not because they've said the they've said part? they've said that's like in the past they've said that's oh I'm at my most powerful in a hybrid form, yeah. Okay. So what would you so so base form I would say is Luffy just using hockey and punching mm-hmm. someone, um, no rubber, no nothing, just that's it. Mm-hmm. Kaido's base form, no dragon. Just like he's just, but, but that's what I'm saying. When Kaido Luffy, ate... when Luffy, like Kaido, bodied Luffy at the, the start time. of this arc in his base form. So no tail, no dragon scales, just human. Because Kaido yeah. is at Kaido jumping point, off. The, he is a human. Kaido jumping off of Sky Island was base and form. surviving was base form. Okay, so. So then this isn't technically based form, but we'll say non non-dragon form, at least right now for Kaido. Because <clears throat> I don't mm-hmm. think there's a point for him to revert back and take because right now it's what his tail's sticking out and he's just scaly. Well, he's hybrid. He, yeah, this is his hybrid stuff. So yeah. he's at his most powerful right now. Does he have claws? I can't yeah. really tell. Does he yeah. have claws out? Okay. Mm-hmm. He still swings the fucking mace thing around. So I'm like, dog, what is the point of you having claws? Like you're still just throwing a fucking stick. Dude, how heavy, out. how heavy is that mace? Oh, insanely. Like, that thing is probably as big as the Going Mary, low-key, because we don't have size interpretation. Um, <laughs> where is the ship? What is the ship doing right well, now? Mary that... sunk. Oh, yeah. Mary. <laughs> Mary's, Mary's been gone for about 20 years now. Mary's gone. Um, 15 years. Eh, probably close to 15 years. It's like an um, Alabasta where you're like halfway through. In the, like They're wandering through the desert, and they've been doing it for weeks, and you're like, where's, where's, the, set? where's, the, where's the Going Mary? That poor ship. That poor bastard. Um club 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 founders? Club bounders? Club Clefairy? What are you, no, what are you talking no, about? That's the uh Club Outerman? Oh uh, right? Club Outerman, yeah. That's yeah, that's the spirit of the ship. You think the Sunnies is that good? That it fixes itself. <laughs> well, not that good, but you think it can pilot itself? <laughs> the very fucking piloted itself fixed itself the mary is like the kid who had really shitty parents and still turned out to be really successful in life i've seen there was like a uh there was i think it was in a opening but they had the sunny's club outerman and it's like a little kid it was like a little kid hanging see, out that's something i would have to see like in like a Canonically, I would need to see that. Canonically, <laughs> it's not a thing, but it was. Like, I think it was in an opening, uh, like someone just an- like animated, like a little kid sitting, a little kid spirit sitting on the mass. Noemi said, "Gara's dad deserves votes for worst parent." I kind of, I te- he deserves to be in the conversation. I don't know if he's worse. My my thing with Gara's dad is yes, he deserves. To <laughs> uh, he's pretty bad. The difference between him and Endeavor is only the fact that 
Endeavor is still alive. <laughs> right. See, so the true hero. I would argue, I would say Gara's dad's pretty fucking bad. That means Orochimaru is the true hero because he Orochimaru. killed Gara's dad and the third. He took two bad parents out. Yeah, Orochimaru, and he's a good dad. There you go. See, he's look a, at him. Orochimaru Father of the good. year. Well, poor mother. <laughs> we don't we don't really know what Orochimaru is. Yamato of the year. Yamato. Yep. Non non binary of the year. Yep. Oh shit. Everyone gets really heated about when when you call Yamato a guy. There's like a big <laughs> there's a big base in the community that are like, how it's not a fucking different Yamato's not trans. And I'm like, chill, dude. There's an entire island full of trans people in one piece. You don't have to be transphobic about it. Uh, it's it's, <laughs> it's one of those it's not it's only Americans are debating this shit. And I'm like, I highly doubt that, but okay. I fuck up from time to time. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, but I would do shit. the same thing in real life. I don't. So like, like the only thing that would change my mind is if like in some form of flashback, the firstborn kid to like the ogre people is called the son. And so and that's the only thing that will change my mind. Do I think there needs to be more female representation in one piece? Hell Yeah. And if Yamato is a female, uh, then great. We needed more powerful female in the story because holy shit, they're all pretty fucking weak. Uh, I mean, Big Mom's an emperor. Big Mom's an emperor. But no, no, no. I'm sorry. Attractive females need to be fucking stronger in this thing. Like, Big Mom's purposely drawn to not be... Like she she's purposely drawn to look like a witch. We need like women that are powerful in one piece that are, you know, attractive. Like the dudes are aren't ugly. Usopp's kind of ugly, but he's not strong. So who gives a shit? There you go. He's just uh, Frankie. Alive. Frankie's not one to look at either. But holy shit, he's kind of cool. But um, so, I know that. I, I'm just saying. Just... I'm like. I'm like. Look. If if Yamato's trans, great. We need that trans representation. If Yamato's a female, great. We need female representation. But why did we call his daughter a son for a hundred chapters? So you gotta you gotta give me something with that. Otherwise, like I'm just gonna assume that like Kaido's a good dad who respects his kid's gender. I don't I don't I don't know what to tell you. I don't call one. Kaido a good dad yet, but. I'll say this uh, to this topic, and this is where we'll end, because I think the only thing else I got from this chapter is just debating what's going to happen next. And yeah. I'd rather just wait and see what happens next, because um, Luffy and Kaido's fight is like a month long thing at this point or multiple month long thing at this point with, yeah, with the whole. The bulk, it's the bulk of this with, with like the representation thing and why I like the way that One Piece does it is because it, it feels more natural. Like, like, I won't lie. I. I think it's weird when they go back to like old shows and they're like, by the way, because we get in pressure that we don't want to lose money. This person's now gay. Yeah. Like, that's fucking okay, weird. Okay. I guess it's like, and, and they do it with like, and I don't want to say like with, 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 with just any show. So fuck if it's a kid show, a, an adult show, whatever it is. If you go back and you're like, this person was actually gay the whole time. It's like, that wasn't a part of the character that had nothing to do with it. All right, whatever. 
I like the fact that um, I think all manga writers just suck when it comes to women. And I, I always shoot them a little bit of bail that their lifestyle is, uh, you know, it's kind of hard. Um, but the way Oda has, the where he's placed women, I think is more natural and feels more like real life. You don't just wake up and hang out with like whoever, like your family, your group of friends, and then just, you know, and then go back 20 years later and say, by the way, you're gay now. It's like, you just, you grow up with them, you hang out with them, you're around them. Um, it just kind of comes naturally as you live throughout life. Uh, Nami's cousin is gay. And I just, you know, first time meeting family, hey, got a gay cousin. This is his boyfriend. All right, cool. Um, there's a high level Marine who's a woman. There's an emperor who's a woman. Are Nami and Robin kind of stereotypical? Yeah, but he drew them when he didn't know he was getting past Alabasta. So he he, he was My like, guess is, I, I, need I, I, I would say like, I, I like Nami's character. I think, yeah, she's a good character. I think even going back and rereading, I'm like, hey, you know what? Nami's pretty fucking cool as a main character. Mm-hmm. Like the difference between like, hey, like, there are females in the, your universe. That's cool. I'm glad that was a thing. And then having a main character that's like cool important. and important is huge. Like I, like I, like you. There's a difference between Nami and Vivi, and I think that's a really good example. Um, where it's like Vivi becomes kind of strong as her arc goes but nami is always going to be that like main character it's why i was really stoked to see her get an insane power up know, you know sure. with well, with uh like robin's a pretty good character but she's like not to criticize one piece because i actually love the story but big but robin's kind of a background character um on the crew the most imp- but she's the most imp- the most important character in one piece the character i, I agree every single set like robin I, is more important than luffy she is to the world then to you the should world. probably give her some lines and i'm so glad that in wano she became a character you know what i mean like I, also like you have her like she's if you look back at dress rosa she's kind of a background character like she's in a fight with something and then Kiros has to step in and like finish the fight, you know. I could say the same thing about Frankie though. Frankie, I feel like as even though Frankie's a cool character, Frankie gets background. I think Frankie gets backseated a lot too. But to put my point to counter to counter my own or to counter my own point, I would say that uh having one background dude when you only have two females. And one, but one of them is also a background. Like it, it gets kind of like weird. Um, I think it would be really cool if, like I said, if there's trans representation, great. If Yamato is a female from a specific type of culture, great. Like I, it doesn't bother me. Like I think the story desperately needs both. I'm sorry. I think the story needs one. And I think culturally we need another. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's my take on the whole Yamato situation. Always been, I've always been like, 
kind of torn on this even now because like when it is it, like I said, this is why I think like natural representation works. I think Yamato is a good example of natural representation. I even think yeah. for the quote unquote objectifying or like stereotype looking that um, Nami and Robin are at times, well, stereotypical looking is that's just all the time. But yeah, I think that's even answered by the fact of we have a character on the crew who quote unquote objectifies him, objectifies them, and he gets turned down every chance he can't. He can't find love. And when it's actually time, he is still a gentleman and defends will defend them with their life and he won't hit women. Um, I think it's a natural balance and even Oda pushing back on that. When <clears throat> excuse me, when it comes to uh the representation part of it, like I said, don't come back and tell me this character was this. Like this yeah. character is just it should be quote unquote a part of their story because the part that gets lost like representation is like you still want quality. Like I joke and, and representation doesn't really get thrown around for white people, but it's like you don't need <clears throat> excuse me. Larry Bird's famous because he's probably the best white player in NBA history. If Larry yeah. Bird sucked ass, you wouldn't be like, yo, we need the 6'10 white dude because that's representation because the niggas just all yeah. around here and like white kids they can't play basketball now. Yeah. Same with soccer. It's like there's if there's black dudes who play soccer. They're not even black. I just look at them and they're like, oh, yeah, that's full black. Nope, he is just from the Dominican Republic. And there was yeah. like 10 different shades over there. And I'm like, I don't know who's who. There's baseball players like that. Yeah. I grew up thinking David Ortiz is black my whole life. Not homie is just a really dark Mexican man. And I'm like, yeah. I and so you need it just just it shouldn't be something that's forced no. um i think you can write it in and do a good job of it um which i think oda for the most part i think oda does mm-hmm. i um, i like the idea that right now it's not very clear um also, and... I don't ever like think of Yamato in like any way but just Yamato. It doesn't like in Yamato real life. It doesn't. Yeah, it's the same with if... like all the other characters. Like I feel like if you're trying to like sexualize all these characters, then that's kind of weird, weird anyway. But like, um, rule thirty four, like you rule thirty four ass niggas can just leave. Like y'all don't actually have to listen to us if you like rule thirty four in Yamato. Well, or, like, like we need the views, characters. bro. So you know, look no, up we don't need Zoro Luffy rule thirty four. Um, we don't need that either. But like, if you went to that cool, I... we don't need that. <laughs> I think, I think there, when it comes down, you know, a straight white man's opinion on representation, I think when it comes down to like, rep, like when you're making a character, I think being able to insert yourself into those, into character as a whole is kind of, mm-hmm. is, is nice. I think that's the most natural form of representation you can get. Um, Luca, I, did Noemi make you watch Luca or no? I did, but I fell asleep. Okay. So, like, oh, got, there's a like- there's a lot of debate in Luca on, like, hey, is it about, like, boys just growing up? Or is it, like, a metaphor for uh, homosexuality? Like, what what is it? And, like, the director's, like, I mean, they're 12. It's supposed there, There's no, like, real sexual feelings towards one another because they're like i'm sorry they're not 12 they're like eight nine ten years old you know like and but people still insert like this sexualized not for like they're just like hey 
what this is describing is like being gay (laughs) this is how like this is a lot of uh people who came out story um like it's not just a coming of age story it's a coming out story and you're kind of like oh okay you don't really see a lot of that so i think um i for luke skywalker in star wars i mean we don't really talk like it's it's not really you don't really think about him as like being straight or gay or whatever and someone was like at some convention asked the actor they were like well what is he and the actor went well he's whatever you feel like he should be and i think that's like a mark for a character obviously it's different for race like i'm not going to go look at superman and go wow what great black representation that is (laughs) you know like you know oh cool clark kent (laughs) my homie clark kent from uh (laughs) the small small town smallville um it's yeah it's 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 whatever you need and you know you've said it before too like the uh the villain at the end of yu yu haku show is gay and if you never told me that, I wouldn't have picked up on it because there's such a strong like dude on dude friendship in anime and shonen in general. Like oh, yeah. you just you just don't pick up on well, sexual his, his, feelings. His, <laughs> his 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 friend did take him when he lost to a different dimension to be by themselves forever with his dead friend. Um, and Naruto was willing to die with Sasuke. Sasuke. No, absolutely. Know, like, like you know what are we saying? The, the problem is with that, like that conversation is unfortunately like a lot of things in life is you're never going to make everybody happy because it's, there's, there's a loud group of people who just will poke at it because it's there to poke at and they want an answer. Almost see if you fuck up your answer. Like what is Luffy's sexual orientation? He likes meat. That, that's all I got for you. Like yeah, there's right. just times where it's just not a part of the storyline and that's okay. The same way when you have, uh, for Luca, for example, and I got to go in here another minute or so. Luca, for example, dudes like die. They're like eight or nine year old kids. Like he just wanted to do something that his parents wouldn't let him do. You know, like hmm. me, like eight or nine year old kids do. I didn't go into this thinking, you know what, this eight year old boy, he's gonna be gay. He's gonna he's gonna absolutely know his sexuality. He's gonna know what he's doing. This is what I'm aiming for. No, it's two boys. They're fucking around. His parents told him no. He snuck behind his parents' back that's that that's not a representation thing that's just what kids do yeah Um, when i watched luca i didn't pick up like the first time i watched luca i didn't pick up on it i was like wow this is really cool we can have sensitive boys be the main character and have no sexual feelings attached to that and for me that was huge because guess who wasn't a tough fucking kid growing up me you know so that's how I attached it. And it wasn't until Alex was like, they're gay. Like, I was like, are they? They're, they're like 11. And the second time I watched the movie, I watched it through Alex's eyes. And I went, I get the, I can see the story. And I could see the parallels in a lot of people's stories with Luca. Um, and that's it. all stories lead to some degree of interpretation yeah. and how you feel about it. And that's this is why characters think that's best, you know. I think, but did I lose my shit when on Pride Month, uh, Nickelodeon put SpongeBob up on the list as like a gay character? 
I did. I thought that was pretty fucking funny. Uh, and see, that's something that I'm like, why? That, like, but that's something that I, that's something I'm like, bro. Did we we know? <laughs> we know he's fucking by, dude. We don't. It was just. There's a whole I'm, episode of him fucking being mom with Patrick. <laughs> but there's also true. an episode where he goes on a date with Sandy. SpongeBob's a bicon. Who? That's the end of that fucking story. Only goes the rain. Only shows. Like I said, sometimes I'm just like it's. I'm not fucking imagination is a fucking rainbow, dude. Like I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. No. It's everyone's story is up for their own interpretation. The character's up for interpretation. It's how you feel about it. It's how you feel about it. I don't go into many things. Like just me personally, I don't go into many things looking for like sexual orientation or sexuality. Most of the shows I watch. I really could care less about like the love interest or love storylines, which is kind of helps being an anime or manga fan. Cause most love mm-hmm. storylines suck. So yeah. I don't really go into, I literally I, love interests are just, Oh, that's it. That's his love interest. Cool. I will say with like, an, in regards to like anime and manga, like I do get curious at who's writing it. And I think it's one of the reasons why I'm so interested in demon slayer. And I'm so interested in uh, full metal alchemist. Because they're both written by uh, one Demon Slayer, I believe, is written by someone who's non-binary or just doesn't want to like have people know who they are. But like Full Metal Alchemist was written by a female, and so like I get really intrigued at like how women write their male characters, and there there's there's a softness to those characters that's like not in like naruto or in uh one piece or something like that you know um even um even my hero academia you can kind of see a little difference i think Mm -hmm. midori is an interesting main character in that regard but like just like demon slayer especially like the art style like these these dudes aren't big tough dudes like they're just like they look like kids and I think that's it's it's interesting to see the world through uh, someone else's eyes because we get a lot of dudes writing stories, especially in definitely. anime. Ah, yeah, and almost definitely. Um, yeah, man, that's all we got. For anyway, that, that was just my take. I, I don't know. We didn't nah. need to go on a whole like gender thing. That was that's, my why bad. A, that's why you got a microphone speak your truth um with that being said as always appreciate everybody for listening today um don't forget as always at our talk when they're needy at shadow riley at hard fun network on twitter instagram shout out to will and tony um and everybody here at hard fun we'll catch you guys next week all right peace out dudes